Do you have an idea, brand, concept, or business? Well, we have what you need to grow your brick and mortar presence. Brookfield Properties. You mean business, we mean retail. Discover new business opportunities at WeMeanRetail.com. Awesome, guys. How's it going? My name is Caleb Keel, founder of Wallet Guide, and I'm here with Shaniqua. She actually works for Colorado Insurance. Uh, we're here. We're talking about how to play offense and defense with your money. I know you guys have been tuning in. If you guys have, you know, this is an exciting topic. So we're talking about pretty much um, how to play defense with your money when it comes to insurance. Um, Shaniqua, I want to I want to go ahead and jump right into it. Let's talk about Let's fun begin. All right, right, right. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about how could people nowadays um, use insurance to, you know, protect themselves and play defense. The best way is to make sure that you have proper insurance in place when it comes down to it. Uh, your autos, your auto insurance, as I kind of explained to you before, mm -hmm, go hand mm -hmm. in hand truly with your home insurance. So when mm -hmm. it comes to those limits, I the biggest thing I hear is I have full coverage insurance, but they have no idea what their liability limits are. Mm -hmm. The liability limits is actually what protects you and also protects the other people that you hit. Mm -hmm. So if you're riding around with state minimum limits, 25, 50, 15, there's absolutely no coverage. It's not enough. Mm. In the event of a loss, you're going to be on the ringer for, you could be on the ringer for a lot of money. You could be mm -hmm. garnished. Your your assets could put, they could put a lien on your assets, which is your home. Mm -hmm. And that's your ultimate goal is to protect this. Mm -hmm. You're trying to build a livelihood, not not get it taken away. So mm -hmm. the best way, <clears throat> the best defense is to make sure that you have proper limits in place to protect yourself. Mm. Uh, a good comfortable limit that people mm. should start getting more comfortable with is a 100, 300, 100. And that's 100,000 per person, 300,000 per occurrence, mm -hmm. and then 100,000 for property damage. Awesome. So when it comes down, you just want to properly insure yourself so that you don't get sued. That, that that definitely makes sense. True that for sure. So let's yeah, let's keep going. I mean, I, I remember when we sat down earlier in the past and you were breaking it down to me and I was like, man, what, what what's this limit stuff she's talking about? And I and, and really even understanding the, the, you know, those figures that you just laid out there, which is very important. I mean, playing defense, understanding that stuff. A lot of people, they just get insured right exactly and they have no idea what's underneath their insurance their policies so it's it's really exciting to learn about that stuff so what kind of, what common types of insurance should an a, an average family have uh, average family, I mean, if it's just a household, you want to have your auto insurance, you want to mm -hmm. have your home insurance, mm -hmm. uh, and then just branching out to other facilities. You want to have life insurance, you want to okay. have, you know, those things in place. But as far as your insurance that I am going to be a part of, you know, mm -hmm. Colorado insurance and what I can insure my clients with is your home and auto, your mm -hmm. home auto. And then if you have any assets, you want an umbrella, because mm -hmm. if you have anything worth you know, a livelihood going forward, you want an umbrella mm -hmm. to cover you. Your umbrella is just like it is in the rain. Like Rihanna says, under my umbrella, <laughs> everything is going to fall under that umbrella. When those limits exceed, you got your umbrella to cover. So if you mm -hmm. ever in an outfall accident and your limits are tapped out on your auto, mm -hmm. you have uninsured motorists on your umbrella. There's mm -hmm. some carriers that have that that's going to extend to those coverage limits. So the same thing, if there's ever a loss at your home that exceeds 
that's where your umbrella is going to kick in. Mm-hmm. It's going to provide you with a great defense. So mm-hmm. when you see those commercials for strong arm and all those guys that are coming to get you for a million dollars, think about it. That's what that umbrella is going to protect you with as well. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a, a good defense team. You're also going to have a million dollars to fight back. That's awesome. Now, when talking about a little bit more about the limits, what do you normally see people do wrongly with their limits uh, based on the different clients if you worked uh, with? You know, what what kind of you know, what's, what's, what's the bad part that you've seen when, when you talk about limits? People assume that just because they have full coverage, it, that they're automatically covered, like their insurance company is going to take care of them. Mm. When, when people say full coverage to me, that means nothing because it's like, what do you have for those liability limits? What is actually protecting you? Uh, the biggest thing I see is people cut corners so much where they are riding around with the state minimum limits because, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, that's all I need. Mm-hmm. Well, if you actually hit someone, do you have enough coverage? Do you have enough coverage to cover a BMW? Just the right. basic cars, a Nissan, you know, a, mm-hmm. that's a brew. I mean, that car's on the road everywhere out here. Do you have enough coverage to cover that? If you have 15K in property damage, mm-hmm. that's not enough to buy that person a car if you hit them. And then they cut corners on their uninsured motorists. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a huge one. I actually, you know, working with clients, they when you call Geico, let's say, when you call competitors, sure. they will shop your insurance in order to save you money. Those are the things that they're taking away, is that they're taking away your med pay. They're taking away your uninsured motorists, which that's your protection. Did they tell you what they were taking away? No, they didn't. Mm-hmm. They thought they just told you you were saving 15%. And mm-hmm. that's not fair to you because of in the event of an accident, when you find out that you have absolutely no coverage to cover your 2018 mm-hmm. and the person that hit you has no coverage because you waived it, but you were not educated. Mm. Man, that's good stuff, man. So in, in what what kind of myths are out there about insurance when, you know, because, <laughs> right, a lot of people, you know, you, you just get it and, and that's it. But, you know, yeah, please tell us more about the myths about insurance. <laughs> the myths, uh, the biggest one is, mm-hmm. well, my neighbor got a quote and they got this rate. Why didn't I get that rate? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, my, you just believing that you're gonna get the same rate. There is no one size fits all in, mm-hmm. in insurance. There's no glove that just works for everybody. It is actually insurance is appetite perceived. So clients mm-hmm. have appetites for clients. Our carriers have appetites for clients when it okay. comes down to it. Mm-hmm. If you have a more riskier client, they're gonna be acceptable to a more riskier carrier. Mm-hmm. And all the carriers I quote with are all A and A plus rated. Doesn't make them bad, but they have different appetites. So if you're older, you you might be a little bit more with another carrier than another. You know, so it just it all depends. And when it comes down to it, the biggest thing is people just believe that it's a mm-hmm. one size fits all. Like uh-huh. I have this same car, it should be the same rate. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Not at all. And doesn't that now actually get into uh, measuring your insurance score? It you know, I, I remember when you mentioned that last time we spoke, and I was like, "Wait, what? An insurance score? I, the only score that I thought it was a credit score." So please, you know, yeah, uh, break that down a little bit. Like, what what are some of the factors that goes underneath uh, identifying your insurance score? So everybody, yes, you do have an insurance score. <laughs> uh, it is a piece, so it's factors. It's factors in, in, in reference to the limits that you carry. So over time, you build a score for yourself based on your liability limits. If you carry lower limits, you build up more, you know, riskier score for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, if you build, if you carry higher limits, it's a better score. The same thing, they do actually do use a little portion of your credit ratings. So if you have revolving accounts or if maybe you've seen that you just opened up, uh, your credit score has decreased recently, 
guess what? Your insurance is more than likely going up because your credit score went down. To the insurance companies, they just look at it, unfortunately, that you're not as, as you know, taking you're not taking care of your business so you're not mm. financial stable right now mm. so when you start to have lower limits drive a little bit more riskier accidents and violations it's been determined that those are more you know more riskier drivers and mm. to the insurance company they're going to rate you for it oh man so yeah you got to watch out for that now so it's it's good though that now there's there's some sort of barometer that you can actually you know i you know know that based off of that barometer I'm going to get, an, you know, a certain amount of rates. Yeah, so so, I so it's not a mystery. Ex no, exactly. And that's what I try to share with people all the time is that if you start seeing that you've had a revolving account or maybe you missed a couple payments on your car payment, mm -hmm. whatever, you know, you start to see your credit score has decreased and then mm -hmm. you're shopping your insurance rates because it's your renewal and you're like, I don't know why I can't get a good rate. Right. That's what's going on. I mm -hmm. was personally affected, you know, like, mm -hmm. and it took me a moment as an insurance agent to even realize what was happening because I had paid off everything in my name, didn't have anything in my name, you know, as far as finances, mm -hmm. didn't owe anybody. But to me, I thought I was doing really good. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, to the insurance company, because I didn't have a monthly credit card or anything and I wasn't paying, I wasn't as financial stable. My mm -hmm. credit score disappeared. Like, it just disappears. Mm -hmm. And when your credit score disappears, guess what's happening to your insurance score? It's going up, or yeah. you're, it's going down, which makes your rates go up. So. Ah, yeah, yeah. Now, I know, I know last time we did speak as well, you mentioned the importance of um, making sure your, your insurance doesn't lack. Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, so exactly. tell us a little bit more of the relationship between, you know, making sure your, your contract doesn't end or you don't, you know, it, you know, and, and the rates of your insurance. Tell us a little bit more about that. With insurance, um, like I was kind of explaining to you, the best mm -hmm. thing that you can do for yourself is to really lock in an annual rate. That's going to mm -hmm. help you on more than one factor. It's going to help show the insurance company that you're committed to lock in a rate for a full year. Just mm -hmm. like it is with any cell phone companies out there, they want to see commitment. Mm -hmm. When you lock in a rate for a year, you're you're tying it down and you're locked in that rate so you can't get any rate increases. You're not subject to any rate increases until your renewal. Mm -hmm. When you have a six month policy, you're subject to two rate increases a year. If the carrier has a rate increase, if you've picked up a speeding ticket, so that gives them an ability to, to hit you two times a year. Mm -hmm. I try to make it fair. So you lock in a, a year policy, that's going to help you mm -hmm. increase those limits from state minimum. Even if you, I mean, as I don't like to suggest 50, 150, but that's mm -hmm. way better than 25, 50, 15. You mm -hmm. know, that gives you a little bit more cushion. Um, at least increase those limits to there and make sure that your uninsured motorist always match, matches your liability limits. Mm -hmm. The biggest thing there is people either remove it or they have lower uninsured motorists, which your uninsured motorist is protecting you if someone hits you that's uninsured or underinsured. That's what's going to cover your passengers. And so with those, those are the factors that you want to look at. That's mm -hmm. what's going to help you build that strong score as well. Um, mm -hmm. And then an annual rate when you're paying on a monthly basis, set it up to EFT. When you set it up to withdraw from your bank account, there is no questions about whether that payment has been made. There's no lapse. <laughs> you know, when you get your renewal, mm -hmm. they're going to notify you 30 days before to let you know that, hey, this is what your new policy looks like. But you still have your banking information set up so that you don't have to worry about your payment lapsing. Mm. Most of the time, people who have six-month policies don't set it up on EFT. Mm. So then yeah. their, policy, their policy will lapse mm -hmm. or it expires and which will now cause a lapse in insurance because mm -hmm. you don't have coverage in place. 
Well, guess mm-hmm. what? Ah. <laughs> when you have a lapse in insurance, insurance companies rate you for a lapse because they feel that you're a risky driver. You mm-hmm. were driving uninsured. Mm-hmm. So when you now when you go to get insurance, you're getting hit all every which way, punched out the match. Mm-hmm. So I can see where some people. I understand I'm human when you when you when people let things go, but it's just time to start getting things back into place, being more financial because you're on the roads with me, <laughs> and I don't want to drive with you, but I want you to be protected. I mean, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if you just think of insurance like this, if mm-hmm. you would sue. I, same same with the other party. You know, mm-hmm. if you were in an accident and the other party only had 25, 50, 15 and your medical expenses added up to 100,000, are you going to walk away with taking that 25K and, and just a handshake and say, thank you, I appreciate it? Or are you going to sue that person for the other 75? You're going to sue. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to sue, they're going to sue as well. So just mm-hmm. that's the rule of thumb. Keep that in mind. No, and that's that's great information right there. And let's talk about you know, the difference between liability insurance versus full coverage, that that kind of falls right in line because a lot of people, you know, they, they get into that conversation. Shall I, you know, oh, I, I can save either. They want to save money by going the liability route and not insuring themselves, but right, protecting other people. Let's talk. I know we had that conversation <laughs> in the past. Let's dive back into that conversation as to, you know, yeah, tell us a little bit more about that. So when, uh, as a consumer, when you look at reducing your car down to liability, uh, you want to look at a couple different factors. Of course, you want to look at the age of your car, uh, the value of your car, Kelly Blue Book value, the cost of insurance on your vehicle a year. If the cost of insurance is more than the, the value of that vehicle, then of course, in the accident, you're going to get pennies on a dollar. So why are you overpaying for insurance? So that's when you look at, of course, reducing down to liability. Um, and then the other factor as far as full coverage, when people say, I have full coverage, <laughs> they don't really understand what they have. They just throw it out there because they have comp and collision and somebody told them once upon a time it was full coverage. Mm-hmm. But really full coverage is all a carded, everything on the policy, all the bells and whistles. You have roadside assistance, runs a car reimbursement, glass, you got everything that possibly you could have that's full coverage mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people the consumers nowadays think that if you have comprehensive and collision coverage on your auto policy mm-hmm. with state minimum limits <laughs> they are full coverage they're like i'm full coverage. i got full coverage and what it comes down to is like i said those liability limits are the most important because that's what's protecting you if you cause an at-fault accident that's what's going to pay out mm-hmm. once those limits are tapped you're going to be on the hook Mm-hmm. And then um, the same, I mean, when it comes to your comprehensive and collision, those are the things that it includes, it adds to give you full coverage. Mm-hmm. That provides protection, of course, if you collide with a car or if you have falling items like hail, mm-hmm. <laughs> Colorado hail, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or trees or rocks, things like that. That's what that covers. Um, and so just keep in mind, you know, when you reduce down to liability is what the value of the vehicle is. And then also another factor is a lot of times people will remove, uh, they'll go remove their full, well, their comprehensive and collision, mm-hmm. take it down to liability. But then they don't really, they don't understand the difference of adding property damage on. Mm-hmm. So that property damage protection is going to protect you if you cause an at-fault accident as an uninsured. You know, that's where your limits are going to extend from as well. So mm-hmm. that's going to protect you. But also, if someone was to hit you and you, and they're uninsured, that's what property damage, they're uninsured, they hit you, they don't have coverage, so mm-hmm. now you have to get your vehicle fixed. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. That gives you an ability to file a claim with the miner. So it's mm. not going to be massive. You won't get a brand new car, but mm-hmm. you get some items fixed, you know, your bumper, things like that. Yeah, and I think last time you mentioned, too, if somebody steals some personal items as well, doesn't that help yeah, coverage? Yep. So with uh, with with that conversation, um, like I was explaining to you, a lot of times people don't understand that truly you should have everybody that's driving a car. If you're driving a car, you should have a renter's policy if you're not on your parents' policy as far as homeowner's insurance. Hmm. Because if you're ever, um, say for example, your car's parked in a parking lot, someone breaks in your car and steals out your iPod that's in the car. Mm-hmm. Your iPod's not covered under your auto insurance. It's mm-hmm. covered under your renter's or your mm-hmm. homeowner's insurance oh. because it's personal property. So now you're out of an iPod because you weren't insured correctly. And always when you bundle your policy is where you're saving. So it doesn't matter if it's a renter's policy or if you're bundling with homeowners. Anytime you bundle with a company, that's your biggest savings. That's your biggest discount. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's time to start putting those policies together mm-hmm. and so that you know who to call in the event of an accident. Mm-hmm. Um, you know who to call mm-hmm. and you don't have to worry about it. It's peace of mind. I mean, mm-hmm. who would want to sit there and try to think about which company is insuring what when the fire is going on their house? You know, mm-hmm. you want to just call who you want to call, like mm-hmm. Ghostbusters. Or you can call me, <laughs> yeah. Colorado Insurance. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so, no, good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So, and with that being said, I, I know you did mention that, you know, insurance policies is, is not the one size fits all sort of, you know, thing. But, you know, being that you do, you know, interact with a lot of different insurance companies, I know last time we spoke, you you know, there is a way you can actually, or there's a system that grades different insurance policies. So, I mean, I, I don't want you to name bomb any <laughs> if, you, if you don't want to, but like walk us through, you know, insurance policies that are have different ratings you know rating a and grade a or i remember last time we you spoke about that so so. uh non-standard versus standard so your standard companies are going to be all your a plus and a rated companies Mm -hmm. that is your commercialized companies when you think of standard is going to be anything that like american family state farm all of those all of the companies I have in my portfolio, if you care to take a peek. <laughs> um, every company I write with is all A and A plus rated. And then you think about your non-standard. Your non-standards are going to be more like your Fred Loyas. Like the, the places that, um, what it comes down to is a surplus line. Mm-hmm. When you are strapped and you can't get a policy with a standard company at a great rate, a lot of times uh, clients will go to those non-standard companies mm-hmm. like those Fred Loyas. And, um, there is a couple other ones out there, but mm-hmm. Medina, Medota, there's a couple other, mm-hmm. uh, Bristol West, those companies mm-hmm. are your non-standards. Okay. And it's not a bad thing, not horrible per se, but okay. it is. you do pay for what you get. So in the event sure. of an accident, you know, how fast are those companies going to take care of you? How are, you know, the claims going to be handled? Things like that. So that's mm-hmm. what it comes down to. Most of those companies, when you go to a non-standard, mm-hmm. it's a non-standard rating. So when other insurance companies, say, for example, if a state farm company was to run your insurance after you were insured with a Fred Loya, mm-hmm. they're going to rate you at a higher rate when you come back on to their company mm-hmm. because they're looking at you that you are a risk factor. They're wondering... Why was it that you were at a non-standard company? Were you a risky driver? Was your what was it that led you there? So mm-hmm. for you know six months of your policy, or if you lock in that year for your first year, you're gonna have a higher rate because you're coming back to a standard company, and they want mm-hmm. to make sure that you are you're good. Mm-hmm. They're <laughs> you're good. They're taking on a good risk. So if you don't have any accidents or any claims within that year, 
you should see your, your policy kind of start to level out at the same time. So, okay. And then just keep in mind all those other things that we discussed. Mm-hmm. Are, do you have any rotating accounts? Do you have, or did you have good supporting limits? If not, it's now time to start checking yourself and putting higher limits on your vehicle because mm. it's, it's going to help you. When you carry lower limits, it hurts you so many ways that it helps you. It, it affects your insurance score. Yes, it affects your insurance score. But at the end mm-hmm. of the day, what are you truly carrying? Your only thing you're doing is carrying insurance so that you can give the police a, a ID card showing that you're insured because mm-hmm. at the if you cause an accident you're at fault there's mm-hmm. not a lot of coverage mm-hmm. so you're still on the you're on the hook for so much sure so stop cutting corners mm-hmm. pay for and insurance insure yourself correctly <laughs> fair enough fair enough sounds good so you know I, and this is going to be a little bit more of an open-ended question do you you know I, I kind of wanted to dive into you know why do people when when they talk about insurance or the insurance topic comes up there, you know, most people either just don't want anything to do with it. You know, they felt like they've been screwed over in the past. You know, tell us a little bit more, you know, you being in the insurance industry. I know you have a little bit of story. Tell us a little bit about your story, your, you know, your background, why you're so passionate about insurance. Um, I, I love insurance. I mean, it's mm-hmm. one of those things that I think I was, I came into this field because of education, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like that's my, my goal here at the end of the day. That is my goal is to make sure that everybody walks away from me and my relationship with more knowledge on how insurance works. Mm-hmm. Um, insurance is one of those dry conversations, like you said, nobody wants to have and they shy away. But I think it's because they don't truly understand it when mm-hmm. it comes down to it. Nobody actually took the time to explain it to them. Sure. And if, you know, if the nine, ten agents that came before me had to explain the process and how it works and how they're insured, I think it would be a, 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 um, a easier pill to swallow. But being that they were never told how it works and what these limits break down to and how this is going to support you in the event of an accident, they just feel like the insurance company is robbing them. I've never Mm -hmm. filed a claim. They're robbing me. Mm -hmm. I'm the same. I've never filed a claim. But at the end of the day, I would hate for me to get an accident or, you know, my child. And that's where your kids come in and to play, too, if they're if you're under 18. That's where that umbrella is going to protect you all. Mm. Um, I would hate for my kids to cause an, a liability uh, accident that injured or caused death, and I didn't have the limits to protect myself because mm-hmm. get, that family is going to need money, and they're mm-hmm. going to come after me. So mm-hmm. there's just different factors, and you, you it, it all comes down to the fact that you want to make sure that you cover your butt because nobody else is going to. Mm-hmm. And when those conversations come up, like I said, it's – They've never been educated um, to take the moment to even understand. I mean, sometimes they don't even want to understand. They just say, I just pay out this money every month and I never get anything back in return. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the government for you. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. No, that's great. And are there, you know, proper steps and measures to, let's say, if there are somebody that are just interested in, learning more about you know their insurance plans or you know get trying to get educated about it it, it, you know what's either the best way they can either reach you or are there any other sources out there to to help them get educated yeah no i'm the only source (laughs) (laughs) no you can always reach out to me at colorado insurance i am local right here in littleton Mm -hmm. it's a family-owned and operated business i've been doing this for about a little bit over the seven-year mark but i joined the team about three years my phone number is a 515 number because I'm from Iowa, but you can always reach me on my cell. It's 515-444-1526. 
Um, my Facebook is Shaniqua Montgomery. You can look me up on Facebook. I'm in the process of setting up my Insta, mm -hmm. but you know, you can always <laughs> connect with me and I don't mind sitting down and talking with someone, whether it's not about selling a policy at the end of the day, it's about education. Mm -hmm. And I want, like I said, every person that comes in contact with me to walk away with the knowledge of knowing how insurance works and at least a peace of mind, you know, like, mm -hmm. dang, that girl really did, you know, shine a light, tell me a little bit. That's all I care. idea, brand, concept, or business? Well, we have what you need to grow your brick-and-mortar presence. Brookfield Properties. You mean business. We mean retail. Discover new business opportunities at WeMeanRetail.com. Do you have an idea, brand, concept, or business? Well, we have what you need to grow your brick-and-mortar presence. Brookfield Properties. You mean business. We mean retail. Discover new business opportunities at WeMeanRetail.com.